I want the work I do to uh, be used as a tool uh, to reach people for Christ, to encourage Christians, uh, to help churches. And so um, the Lord kind of gave me that desire uh, of working uh, at Lancaster Baptist Church. Probably one of the biggest things that we try to get people to understand and try to teach church leaders is that your church media has to look good or you are going to fall short of just the standard that culture has set. Welcome to the Must Increase Podcast, where our mission is to increase his name through your church. I am your host, Luke Clayton, and I am not joined by my co-host and producer of the podcast, Bo Snyder, because we have a very special guest with us today here on the podcast, and that is our new graphic designer, Matt Lecron. Matt, welcome to the team, and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate uh, being on this podcast. I listened to it for a long time. So. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I mean, I think this is part of the reason that you wanted to join the team. I mean, you'd listen to the podcast. You kind of got a heart for our mission. and I did. I remember the first time I heard you had a podcast. Got on right away. So it's yeah. kind of eerie being on it now. Yeah, well, you know, welcome. We're, we're yeah. glad to have you with us. Yeah. And Bo is, he's here. He's just off camera. Bo, you can kind of say hey from over there. Yep, there he is. Uh, so don't worry, we'll get back. Bo's not, it's not like Matt's replacing Bo. Bo's, he's still in, he's still, he's still with us, and he'll be back in later episodes. But these next couple episodes, uh, we're gonna get to know Matt a little bit because, uh, really, uh, he is, and he is very humble, he's very modest about this, but he's an expert at design and branding, so we're gonna kinda talk about that. And, uh, so, but before we get into it, I wanna remind you that you can subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. In a podcast, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Google, I think we're on, I forget how many platforms now. So if you go to mustincrease.com slash podcast, you can most likely find us on just about any platform that you are using. Uh, but when you subscribe, the new episode shows up into onto your device rather every week, every Monday we release a new episode. And so be sure to subscribe. Well, Matt, let's talk a little bit about you. All right, let's get to know you a little bit. Let's let all of our, our listeners out there, uh, those who've listened to the podcast, get to know the real Matt Lacron. All right. All right. And I hope that doesn't scare you too oh. much. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, seriously, let's talk a little bit about uh, your... Now, just to give a little background on Must Increase, for the past three years, the primary designer has been this guy right here, uh, me. And that's that's been okay. It's gotten us by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, the new new guys judging me here, but yeah. it, it, it's it, in all seriousness, it's it's gotten us by. It's kind of uh, it's been it's well, I'm I understand how to design, I understand the principles of design, but uh, I have no schooling, no formal education. I'm pretty much all self taught. Matt, on the other hand, you actually went to school for design, and so let's talk a little bit about that, like your education and kind of how you've learned the process of design. Uh, well, I, I took some graphic design classes in high school, actually. I took like a year or two uh, at a church, and um, I loved it. I did a lot of, uh, actually, illustrations for kids' ministries, um, and that kind of sparked, actually, my first desire to go into college for animation. So for about a year, I went to college for animation, but that kind of turned into a desire to um, actually make money. And so um, <laughs> I went to uh, it was a really expensive private school in Seattle, um, International Academy of Design and Technology, and uh, went there for graphic design. 
and uh, it's supposed to be three years for your bachelor's, but I loved it so much. I went there twice as long, <laughs> so I went there for... Uh, yeah, this is how passionate he is about yeah, love design. design, so I stayed in it for six years and then uh, finished schooling there. And then for about a year, two years, I did a lot of freelance work uh, for the church I went to, for some other churches and friends, um, and then... The Lord kind of opened up a door uh, down at Lancaster Baptist Church, and um, Pastor Chapel tweeted that he needed a graphic designer, and um, I've been following that church. I've always wanted to uh, work for a church that size, so I applied, and long story short, I got the job. So um, for the next five years, um, I worked at Lancaster Baptist Church as their lead graphic designer um so primarily 90 percent of the work i did there was print work uh, i did some digital work with some web design layout um, but i worked on a really good team there um really great team enjoyed everyone there uh, jason if you're watching david will shout outs <laughs> yeah, shout outs christy yes. kelly jeremy lofgren levi jones uh anyways it was a great <laughs> team i learned so much there i thought i knew design before I worked at Lancaster, but then Lancaster <clears throat> Baptist Church kind of gave me that um, in-house experience, as well as really uh, uh, discovering what design is about, the purpose of it, um, you know, not just making things look good, but there's a lot more to design. We can get that later. Um, and then, you know, from there, the Lord is going to, after five years, going to put my heart, I needed to move on to something else. And, I mean, you know the story. Yep. Uh, but you know, we can look back and just see the Lord orchestrated things to where somehow some random company, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, That's us. needed a uh, full-time graphic designer, and I was looking to move in this area. And so, bam, here we yeah, are. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, back in probably February, March is when we determined we really needed to bring on a new designer. And uh, to be honest, I had another candidate in mind, and I thought that he would for sure accept the job. So I offered it to him. And uh, before that, you called me up. So Matt called me. I'd never, I'd never met Matt before, and you know, he introduced himself. And he was like, "Hey, uh, you know, I heard you were hiring." And you know, I thought, "There's no way." that we're going to get this guy, you know, there's no way we're going to get, you know, with all the experience he has and the credentials and the, you know, the, the education. I was like, there, there's no way, you know, the guy that I wanted, he's good. And, uh, honestly, uh, he knows who he is. I hope that one day he can join our team still eventually. But anyways, I called him up thinking he would take the job for sure. And, uh, he actually, um, you know, took some time to think about it and surprisingly just said, this is not the right time. I'm not ready to make this move. And so then, uh, around that time is when uh, Matt was actually, you were in the process of pursuing another job, and mm -hmm. then you found out things weren't going to work out at that potential employer, and so we got reconnected, and here you are. Yeah. Yep. I mean, to make a long story short as possible there. So Not, not to diminish like we were your second no, choice. No, absolutely. Well, we actually kind of were. You, <laughs> okay, I was kind of okay. your second choice, and you were right. But, it, but it's... Trying to make it sound good. It all... <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out for the best. And yeah. so, Matt, you mentioned this. Uh, and here's another thing that I, I like that, uh, you know, your history there working at Lancaster Baptist Church is it gives you, it gave you a perspective on ministry mm. and on church design that I'm sure you were familiar with. But, you know, same with me, Bo. See, that's what, that's what I like about our team here is 
all of us have worked in church ministry and church media at one point, yeah. and th- it's very different. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's there's a unique element to it from you know just regular design in the secular world, if you will. And so you mentioned some you know things about your philosophy and that you think about design that changes. So I want to dive into that a little bit and talk about your philosophy of uh, branding and design. And before we get there, I can already tell you this: if you've been paying attention to our materials, our uh, website uh, images that we've started to put on social media, you're you're noticing that there's already been a little bit of shift in uh, our design look and feel. And what I mean by shift is an improvement. Um, you have already uh, kind of rebranded must increase. You've uh, re uh, reworked our logo uh, and kind of our overall look and feel. We've got you know new business cards and promo materials and everything. But uh, with all that in mind, what for you? When it comes to graphic design, what what is your philosophy in terms of what what does it play? What role does it play in terms of a church or an organization in general? Uh, well, let me start back further. So, um, instead of going into like a secular graphic design um, field, I thought about well, if I went into company A, the best I could have done is create a campaign that would convince someone to buy a product or a service, a candy bar or a lawn mowing service. And as that just to me didn't seem fulfilling enough. Um, and obviously as Christians we're, we're put here for a greater purpose. So one of my reasons I really wanted to either work in a church or some kind of ministry was I want the work I do to uh, be used as a tool uh, to reach people for Christ, to encourage Christians, uh, to help churches. And so um, the Lord kind of gave me that desire uh, of working uh, at Lancaster Baptist Church. Answer your question, so at Lancaster Baptist Church, you know, it's, it's a big ministry. There's a college and a school and uh, a, a lot of church events. And so you do a lot of work. Um, and that just, you do so much, it makes you kind of question well, why am I doing this? So for the first year, I kind of just did what probably most beginner designers do. I just focused on making sure mm-hmm. that it looked decent, looked good. Yep. Been there. Um, yeah. And, you know, like most churches, um, you have the same events every year. Yep. And so you get into this rut of like, well, okay, we did open house last year and we did this cool color scheme. So I guess we do another cool color mm-hmm. scheme and another picture from Unsplash. And it was just it's getting really redundant. And so, you know, just kind of researching, listening to podcasts, reading some books, and really talking to my team there, um, kind of created my philosophy there at Lancaster about design. It's that, um, yes, your design should look good, but primarily it's a means of communication. And just like we all would want to better how we speak and how we articulate, you know, especially those who public speak, um, I wanted to better uh, the purpose and why I do what I do with design. And so to me, I think maybe we'll get more into this, but design is more about what it communicates mm-hmm. um, and less about how it looks. Yeah. Now, how it looks is important, yeah. but primarily... Um, what it communicates. Um, your visuals and your words should correlate to the same message. Yeah, and we are, the more that I've been 
in the media space, the more I realize what you're saying is important because I think we've said this on the podcast before, uh, to look good is the standard. You know, oh, we, yeah. we live in a society now where you don't see bad design, really. I mean, you'll, you do see it. Mostly from churches, <laughs> but uh, looking uh, looking good and just having nice design is kind of what's expected, and so that is not necessarily uh, enough to compel. And so I thought I like how you bring that up because in the next episode we're going to talk a little bit more about messaging and what true branding is. And so from a visual perspective, though, we know things got to look sharp. And, and that's what we probably one of the biggest things that we try to get people to understand and try to teach church leaders is that your church media has to look good. It has to look good or you are going to fall short of just the standard that culture has set. So with the idea in mind that you have to uh, you have to have something that looks good. It's mm-hmm. the cultural standard, if you will. Um, let's let's dive into, though, a little bit of kind of even then your philosophy on design as far as how to make something look good because what looks good is really subjective yeah. to you know opinions and, and whatever. So I think one of the best ways for us to do that is let's look at one of the designs that you've made recently. Uh, this is, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see this. We'll have this uh, overlaid. Uh, so this is your design for uh, Take Flight, which is uh, a, the kids' film that we made recently and also uh, it also was used as a VBS theme for our church. And so let's kind of dive into you know your reasoning behind you know, making this design look the way it is. Well, like you said, looking good to me is like the base level. Uh Um, And if anyone is in ministry, they know that um, the message that we have to convey is more important than any product or service that any company can sell out in the world. So we don't want to just look good um, and say, check, we're done. We want to go above that. And so um, this example we're looking at here, take flight, um, like you said, it was a vacation Bible school theme we did recently. So the first thing I did, and I do with any design, is you got to think about who you're reaching. Um, and a lot of times we think, well, we're a church. We're reaching everyone, so that's our target audience. Well, obviously, depending on the event, depending on what, you know, uh, vacation Bible school versus open house Sunday, your target audience, who you're trying to reach is different. And so um, the best thing to do is really just – Picture who you're trying to reach. All right. For this um, example, uh, we're trying to reach the children around here in uh, Murfreesboro. Um, and so when I created Take Flight, I thought about what elements, what things would attract children. And obviously, uh, brighter colors, more illustrated. Uh, we could go like the more realistic image route, uh, but I decided to go something illustrated. Uh, it's just easier to use. So I use a lot of bright colors. Use the bright reds and uh-huh. blues, and then I found uh, we picked a theme. So it wasn't just any plane. We we picked a theme and we stuck with that theme. So whether you're doing, um, you know, vacation Bible school or a missions conference, pick a theme or a message and work around that because then that gives you kind of a filter to what your images should look like, what your text should look like. So we went with this take flight, a kind of more retro theme, um, and uh, we picked a plane uh, that looked a little retro um, and a typeface that looked retro. And so uh, just a few things on this graphic that we implemented was, like with any design, 
you want to keep it simple. A lot of times we think we need to convey everything to this target audience, the time, the place, uh, what we want them to know, and we bombard the design with information. And we think we're communicating a lot, but really when you communicate too much, you're literally communicating nothing because no one's going to look at mm -hmm. it. So the simpler, the better. And so with this case, you know, we just had the graphic and the logo, obviously date and time, and then most information was on the back of the card. Um, so with this um, and anything you design, the best thing to do is stay simple with your designs. Don't get too complicated. You know, one one quote was said by a designer, like when you know you've reached the completion of your design, it's when you know you can't take anything away, not hmm. what you can add to it. And so I always kind of use that that thought when I'm designing is what is on what is too much on here? What can I take off? So uh, simplicity uh, in, in visuals and then simplicity in communication. Remember that your target audience, mostly for churches, are people who've never been to your church. So us being at church every Sunday, every week, it's very easy to get in this rut of just assuming that people know. So you got to think from a perspective that someone's never been to your church, they've never been to your campus, they may have never been to your vacation Bible school, or they were, but a year ago. So still things they don't know. So putting your you know, call to action, your, your web address or your registration mm -hmm. really small, that's a bad thing. You want to make that registration, which is your first call to action, primary, pretty big on the front of your card so that um, your audience knows the very first thing to do. Um, so be clear and then have a clear call to action. Yeah, and I, I like how with this design particularly, how um, well? First of all, I remember when we were walking through the the process of it. As far as you mean, you were working together because you know up until this point, I've been designing all this you know this stuff for these clients, and in this case, for this particular vacation Bible school for several years. And um, you know, I remember, hey, I did want something fresh, something different, something beyond the style that I was kind of trapped in because that's just the way I am and that's the style that I know. And so as we as we dove into that, I, I do like how, and I, maybe... Maybe we've got a picture of this we can throw up there uh, in, in when we when we show this. Uh, but uh, even if we don't, I, I wanted to talk about it. Um, you actually started with some hand-drawn, like, illustrations. Mm -hmm. Like, you actually took out a notebook and a pencil and drew out some concepts. And I remember you sending me a picture of that and saying, hey, what do you think about this? And, uh, and that was honestly and, – and you don't do that every time. It's not necessarily yeah. somewhere where you always start hand-drawn. But I, the reason I point that out – is because a lot of people like to know, well, like, hey, where do I where do I start? I'm not a designer. And you may not be a artist or someone who's good at drawing, but for a designer from a visual perspective, if you can have that much to start on, it's something that it really helps the person who's working on your design. And so once again, the reason I bring that up is because as you know, we've worked with clients and you've worked with other uh, people that need designs, one of the things we always say, hey, is, you know, visually where do we start and that was mm -hmm. a great way to kind of start things um and so but i do like some of the things you pointed out about uh you know the call to action and you know making sure that this stuff is dominant because yeah what you said is so true and honestly i find myself uh even like who's who's, who's job is kind of to try to think like an outsider, if you will, I could find myself thinking like someone who's gone to church for years. Mm -hmm. And you think, well, you know, yeah, they know where to go to church and they know where to, uh, you know, where to 
you know, go through our website, register and all this. And, you know, you got to think, and this gets into messaging a little bit, but what do you want them to do? What's one step you want them to take? You know, because a lot of people are like, well, do this or do this and do this. Uh, And the truth is, is that you say, well, it's a multi-step process. We'll figure out how to just get them to take that first step. And really for a design piece like this, that's an outreach piece. You're trying to get uh, kids to register for, uh, in this case, a vacation Bible school. Uh, the Yeah, what you want to do is you want to say, hey, here's your first step. You go to this website and you you get the process started. So I, and I think this design does a great job of kind of pushing, uh, pushing people to do just that. Um, for, so for those who maybe do designs for their churches, you know, you mentioned about sketching and... Um, I wish I could say I'm a great designer that I, I would sketch all the time, but um, it is difficult. But what that does is allows you to kind of uh, look at multiple ideas because sometimes we'll just go straight to the computer and we're stuck with what Photoshop or Illustrator can do or what we see online. But I think to come up with something creative, the best thing to do is start by drawing things out, thumbnails. Um, and so that's I think that's why this turned out pretty good. Yeah, well, uh, once again, uh, this is just one of many designs that uh, you've made and that are to come. And uh, once again, I, I'm a little biased. I think your design is fantastic uh, and, and also much better than it was uh, before you came along. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have to expound on that topic yeah. too much. But uh, So next time, uh, we're going to make this uh, two-part uh, interview here. So the next time, we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual messaging side of it. So we've, we kind of alluded to that today you know, with call to action and everything. But we're going to talk about how, yes, look, having your design looking good is step one. But now we want to build on that foundation to have messaging that is compelling incorporated into that design to get people to take the desired call to action. And so, hey, I want to thank you for listening to our podcast or for watching. This podcast is available. This particular episode is available on YouTube. If you want to watch on YouTube, be sure to look us up there. Uh, But we love it when you uh, share the podcast, when you let others know that really uh, that means a lot to us. And so whether that's sending it in a text or uh, by way of email or maybe sharing it on social media somewhere, we really appreciate that. And so thank you so much for that. And we look forward to having you right back here with us for the next episode of the Must Increase podcast, where our mission is to increase his name through your church.